Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back to um, The Spilled Tea. I'm one of your hosts, David, and we right now have Kyle, the birthday boy. Say hello, birthday boy. Hello. Um, Doug, I don't know where he is, but Dallas is running late. Um, Colton is going to be leaving soon, so he, of course, wants to spend as much time with him as possible. So Dallas may or may not join, but I told him it's okay because, you know, he he has husbandly duties. I think on a business trip or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, he wants to spend. Well, no, of course. Mm-hmm. The only caveat that I have, David, is that I need to. I have a hard stop at seven. That's okay. That's fine. That's okay. totally fine. Um, I know you have birthday festivities to get to. A small dinner. That's all it is. Nothing. Nothing raging. <laughs> and Zach Efron's gonna pop out of the cake, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" You're probably gonna have a heart attack, and then you're not gonna be able to enjoy him. So that's a heart attack happen. because of my advanced age. <laughs> A heart attack because I didn't even think of that joke, but they now that you mentioned it, <laughs> a heart attack just because you realize Zach Efron just popped out of the cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so while we wait for Douglas, I guess we can just get started. Um, okay. This is the first broadcast that we're doing for my new Boston residence. Ah, so excited. <laughs> like I like we said in the very beginning of summer, we're both. Well, all three of us, actually, are going through a lot of changes. Um, thankfully, Dallas is the most stable one. Um, but you moved to New York, obviously. Doug moved into a new place of his own in Bakersfield, and I just moved to Boston. And I can literally say it's in Boston because Dorchester is a part of Boston. It just has its own separate zip code. But, um yeah, I'm I'm happy. I was telling, you know, Kyle offline, it's just weird to be back, and I would compare it to Carrie going from Paris, New, from New York to Paris, and then back to New York. I just have such appreciation for the city noise, the city drivers, even though they annoy me. Um, walking to the tea, taking the tea, and my favorite thing to do on the tea is take creep pictures of hot guys, and I so did it today. Oh, there was this hot Spanish guy across the way. We kept staring at each other. He wasn't a thug, but he wasn't preppy. He was, like, somewhere in between. And he was tall, and he just kept staring at me, and I'm staring at him, and we're looking away. And and then finally we got on the same tee, and 
or the same tea, and I, I just, like, stared at him hard. He was so gorgeous. I think I posted it on Facebook. But, um, yeah, that's, oddly enough, one of my favorite things to do is take creep pictures. <laughs> well, well, you know I do that all the time. I do Subway hotties and stuff, so. I don't see these posts. Well, I haven't posted you need one to in a while, but I do, I do uh, do them. Oh, my God. And these guys, I don't think they know how hot they are because some of them just run around with these, like, booty pants, and I'm just, like, drooling over here. Damn teasers. Um, one of the things that I am so glad I did in my first week is I started to get back into some of the routines that I did. Um I am a very cheap eater. And one of the things that we have here in on Tremont Street, which is a main street in downtown Boston, it's called Taco Tuesdays, where you can get tacos for $2. And so I met with one of my friends, and we did that. I did Sunday brunch today, which I love doing. And I actually did it at my favorite hangout called Club Cafe. Now, it was twofold today. One was, you know, brunch with one of my besties, but the other is, I have a really big announcement, I have my second book signing, and it's going to be at Club Cafe November 7th from 6 to 8. So if you're in the Boston area, come on down. But this is a huge deal because I did a book signing on Wednesday at my old college. That was college students. But this is like the gay audience, so I'm very, I'm very nervous about this. Very nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how it's. I don't even know how to market. So I hope they do. But um, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, cool. What did you do this weekend, my friend? Um. So yesterday, um, let's see, Friday. What did I do? Oh, Friday I did, um, I just, you know, I was at work very late till around 8 o'clock and, um, you know, just joking with some other coworkers up to getting some stuff done. And when I left, I decided, you know, I'm just going to take myself out and just have a nice dinner. So I tried a new restaurant in my neighborhood and just sat at the bar and had some sushi and stuff and, you know, a martini or two. And then just like, mm-hmm. you know, casually started conversations with people next to me and was talking about, um, the San Francisco Giants are in the World Series right now. I was wearing my orange in solidarity. I'm wearing orange today. Um, oh, my God. So did that with – and, you know, just met some nice guys. It was kind of nice just to kind of have dinner at the bar. And then that was Friday. And then to yesterday, um, I just kind of, like, twirled around. It was, like, strolled here, strolled there. Didn't do too much. And then called a friend of mine, Brian, and uh, asked him if he wanted to go to dinner from, you know, a little pre-birthday dinner. So we had some Italian – and he got invited to this bar here called Therapy, which the upstairs was reserved for a private party, which is a, fr- a friend of his friend's birthday party. He says, well, won't mm-hmm. you come with me? You're welcome to come. So we went, and they had these two drag queens that performed, and it was such a fun night. So much fun. So, Love that. And so today I was a little dragging this morning, but mm-hmm. um, you know, call, I called my family, talked to them, and then just kind of like, Talked to a good friend of mine in Chicago, and then just you know just kind of went shopping and didn't really buy anything. And so it's been a very low key birthday. Nice. 
So two things. One, um, I can picture you twirling around. And uh-huh. two, you said you had some Italian. What was his name? <laughs> it was an Italian I'm just trying to get names. It was an Italian oh, restaurant. Well, I didn't know because, you know, it is your birthday and, you know, birthday sex is pretty important. So. Well, the Italian um, I had was black fettuccine. Ooh, girl. <laughs> I, once you go black, you never go back, girl. <laughs> Including fettuccine, okay? <laughs> Crazy. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's funny we're talking about dating. Now that I'm back, I kind of want to focus more on myself and my friends. I did this whole, you know, I went online and I said, okay, I'm, there's no way I'm going to make a list. Give me the things in Boston that are sightsee to do. So I have a list of 51 things that you're supposed to do in Boston. So I'm all excited. I'm already checking things that I've already done. And, one, and I just, I've been so busy, I haven't even thought about dating, to be honest with you. Until I happened on Grinder, <laughs> there is, you know, I I don't use Grinder for what other people use Grinder for. I actually, when I see a guy and I think he's cute, I actually do want to go to coffee with him. And uh, this one guy goes, I'm not even kidding you. This was our conversation. He starts off bare, and I go, I'm sorry. He goes, Do you do it bare? And I'm like, uh, no. He was okay, bye. <laughs> that was our conversation. So yeah, I don't know what. Uh, um, so you're turning 35 again for the tenth time. Um, uh huh. Yeah. How uh-huh. how um <laughs> how do you plan on celebrating your birthday besides you know the little din din and. Are you doing a whole week of festivities? No, 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 no. It's just that. That's all I'm doing. And I, okay. I have a feeling I may, they, my boss may bring in cupcakes tomorrow only because, so, I, you know, when you, it's kind of weird where no one knows it's your birthday. It's like it's kind of hard to start telling everybody because you don't want it to be like, you know, attention grab. It's like, oh, by the way, my birthday's this mm-hmm. Sunday. So it's like when people start to say, what are you doing this weekend? It's like, oh, I'm doing this and this, and, you know, my birthday's on Sunday, so I'm probably going to get together with friends. It's like, oh, oh. So on Saturday I did a work thing over in the Bronx with my boss, and she's like, um, did you go out last night after work? It's like, yeah, just a little had some martinis to celebrate my birthday. She's like, when's your birthday? It's like Sunday. So she sent me a text today. So so there may be a little treat on Monday. But it's like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure she's like, why didn't you say anything? It's like, what am I going to do? Walk around the office like, hey, everybody, my birthday's on Sunday. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I jokingly, half serious put it out there. You know, my thing is, I want a surprise birthday party. And I do. And I put it out there. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of put it out there sometimes. But I can see what you mean. You don't want to just go around and be like, hey, guys, it's my birthday. Hey, guys, it's my birthday. And then right, people right. are like, oh, so what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I went to dinner. You know, my friends threw me a surprise birthday party. And they're like, wait a minute, it's your birthday? Well, yeah. Why don't you tell me? Because I don't go around announcing it's my birthday because I'm not a conceited bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, interesting. Well, I I don't know where Douglas is. Strange. But um, I guess we can get started. Um, 
did you hear what happened with Honey Boo Boo's mama? Well, yeah, and I heard of recent developments about the oldest daughter, too. Did you hear that? Right. So if people don't know, um, Honey Boo Boo's mom, June, she um, was all hugged up with Sugar Bear, and they were together, and they did a commitment ceremony, because I know, because I watched the show faithfully. And then, out of nowhere, they broke up. And they've been together for eight years. They have a six-year-old daughter. And then, out of nowhere again, it's reported she's hooking up with a guy who molested one of her family members ten years ago. So she was just dating this guy before he molested her family member. He got sent to prison. He got released. She broke up with Sugar Bear, and now these two are together. I did not Wait. hear the development. Well, let's, I let's, put some other, let's put some other stuff into context. For one okay. of the reports after when they announced that um, June and Sugar Bear were no longer together, um, mm-hmm. there was the report that um, it's because June saw that, I guess, Sugar Bear was on dating sites. So he was looking to see other people or something like that. So I'm not saying, mm. I'm not saying he was cheating on her, but, you know, they were. it was probably already starting to be the end or whatever. And then from what I read about Anna, I mean, I don't – yes, she dated this guy, but I don't – I think the report was he didn't really molest her. He kind of suggested, like, when she was younger. Like, I don't think he – I don't think it got to that point, but I mean, it was just still more suggestive. But still, it, it's not, it's not right. Well, the so. first reports didn't say anything about Anna. It was about no, her exactly. cousin or her niece or something. So Anna would be the second victim then. Yeah. And I just think it's odd timing that Sugar Bear quote end quote had himself on these dating websites, and then don't you know the next report comes out that she's dating this guy who was in prison ten years ago and just got released. Do you know, I just think the timing of everything with Sugar Bear cheating and her getting with this new guy is completely coincidental. Then the plot thickens because she went on Facebook, posted a video and says, I would never get with somebody like that. You know, he and I have never seen each other. I would never endanger my family. We are not together. Blah, blah, blah. Well, TLC said, doesn't matter. We're done. And canceled, here comes Honey Boo Boo. So here's my problem with that. I get why they did it, but Duck Dynasty also had controversy, and they suspended one person. When Phil Robertson went and did an interview that was pretty anti-gay, they suspended Phil and kept the show going. Meanwhile, this show which TLC pays them nothing but gets huge ratings, they cancel it. So I, I guess I'm just a little confused. I mean, yes, they're two different networks, but I just, I just want to understand what's going on, I guess. I don't know. I just think it's a little odd. Well, for me, it's more like, Yes, um, the Phil Robertson thing. I mean, I think what he said something, but it was, I mean, granted, yes, it did offend people, and so hence the reason why he was suspended. But he, I don't think mm. he really, it wasn't to the same extreme as, like, 
child molestation. So that kind of thing. Like, I can understand, you know, the Duck Dynasty. That, you know, from in my point of view, I just stopped watching the show. You know, I just right. But I don't. Right. I don't. I mean, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but I don't think it's nearly as bad what he did than Mama June with small children dating a convicted mm. sex offender. I can understand TLC pulling it not only because of the controversy around it, but it's almost like they're supporting, they're okay with her decisions to do this. Right. You know, it, it's just, I mean, they're, they're taking a, a stand about what isn't, is it right, but still I can understand why, why they would pull the plug. I mean, mm. like, you, you don't want to be associated with that, you know, because that's what's going to happen. It's like, here's TLC paying some woman to have a show where she's openly dating. Well, we don't know the specifics because we're not there, but, you know, dating a convicted sex offender. So it's like, it's a, and she has kids. You know, mm. so, she has kids and grandkids, but she yeah. says she's not dating him. And and the thing is, um, that really is even more weird is that she's like, oh, I'm not dating him. And I just, you know, TLC wants everybody to be real hush hush about it. The, the weird thing about this is they have always said we don't need money. Like they could at the height of the show, they could have gotten twenty thousand dollars, maybe even fifty per episode. But they settled for 10, you know. So she went on air and said, you know, if the show goes away, we'll be fine. We're still a family, blah, blah, blah. So it was weird that she was kind of trying to scratch and claw and try to keep the show going, even though she had previously said, if it goes away, it goes away. So I don't know. I just thought that that was strange. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I just... um, I don't know how I feel about it, I guess. I mean, I could see your point with Phil being a different kind of category, but I don't know. Um, I also wanted to talk about something interesting that's been happening lately, and I don't even think people have even noticed it. Um, So, you know how Miley Cyrus went from, like, a good Hannah Montana to, like, a sex machine? And how Janet Jackson, even herself, was like this good, you know, Jehovah's Witness girl who lived in her house until she got married. And then all of a sudden the Janet album came out and she was like, <laughs> anybody ever notice how Nick Jonas went from being this, like, Jonas brother? Pretty much now he's in the Miley category where he's, like, taking off his clothes and stuff. <laughs> so my question is, do guys have the same sort of, um, do, do they have to go through the same sort of sexual what a transformation that women do? In, you in mean the find their inner world? whore? I think that's what I mean. How do we feel about, I mean, I, I know how I feel about Miley being sexed up. I think it's I think she's gone a little too far. I think she went far, and then she just went, like, over the top. When she's, like, on stage, her legs spread eagle. I mean, I don't want to see what religion her she is. I really don't care. But some other stars have done it tastefully. You know, even Jennifer Lopez, when she first started, she was kind of always sexy. But the older she got, the more sensual she got. But... Nick Jonas, 
I mean, who would have ever said that he was sexy? And now look at him. Well, I think for guys, it's more like, especially for like, you know, him and Zach and the others, it's like they're trying to, you know, kind of wash away that squeaky clean image and being looked upon as Mm -hmm. a sex symbol now. Like, you know, he's a grown Mm -hmm. man, you know? I mean, you're right. Not everybody goes through it. I mean, you, you look at the, you know, the evolution of, like, DiCaprio whenever he was younger and some others that they didn't need to go through this. But for, for Nick Jonas and Zach, it's like I, I see it coming from Disney Channel. You know, it's like, you know, trying to give that other image. Like, if they were just a regular kid actor and growing up, then it would be a different story, I think. And the same thing for women. It's like they want to be seen as I'm a woman now, you know, not a girl, not yet a woman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and got to mm-hmm. go through it. I mean, they've all done it. I was like, I often laugh about who's the next person to find their inner whore, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Selena Gomez. But, um, you, you know, you mentioned Leonardo DiCaprio. He never went through that. Leo was nominated for an Oscar at a time when he played his, like, he played a, a mentally challenged person in that role, and he was, like, dirty and gross in that role. And he never went through that sexual, you know, let's show my abs and stuff. He never went through that. So I just well, think he it's didn't, interesting he didn't need that, to. Right, true. true. And you know? I guess that's I mean, the point if, I'm it, saying. It, yeah. If, I mean, especially, like, if you watch Blood Diamond, it's all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. like, hey, when did DiCaprio get into his man body? You know, it's like all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's not babyface DiCaprio anymore, you know? But he always had right. the... the the, the talent behind it, and that's more of the person that he is. Whereas Nick Jonas is a right. musician. He wants to be, he wants to kind of flesh out into acting and all that other stuff, but he also wants to be seen as kind of a leading man and not just some, you know, boy thing, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah, because I, I was think just it's, really, I'm I not complaining. I think it's great. I think it's great <laughs> that there, it's not a double yeah. standard. It's like there's some guys right. who want to find their inner whore as well. I mean, I'm not saying being a whore, I'm just saying like sex up their image. Love it. You know, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be just women. I mean, you know, women are, you know, women get, you know, criticized. Well, not women don't get criticized, but people are criticized all the time for making that, like a woman has to do this to make it anywhere where they don't. And now it's like, wow, mm-hmm. I like, turned out as fair play. Let the guys do it too. More power. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like, hmm, how do I feel about this? I mean, I'm not complaining because, damn. I'm You know what? Even when he was like the pure innocent one and he had his purity ring on, if you look up Nick Jonas' butt, he's got one of the best butts in Hollywood, hand down. It's like a perfect cantaloupe. But oh my god! Yeah, it blows anything that Zach has. I'm sorry, Zach has nothing compared to Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas has a mountain on his back, literally. But um, I just, I was just shocked. You know, I'm just shocked at. You know, first he did that one picture. And you're like, oh, hey, Nick. And now it's like, bam. And not only that, but he's come out being, you know, that he's got type 2 diabetes. So it's like he's even sexier because he's not perfect, you know. I don't know. I I, I felt gross for years lusting after him. Now I feel okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel okay. Um I have another topic that I've been wanting to ask since I, the day I moved back, I've been wanting to ask this. So sometime in November, 
I was friends with this girl, and we were friends for like five years, and actually eight, uh, six years, six years. And um, she, I think, was a little inebriated, and she was pretty vicious. And when she got vicious, it was like one of those fights that she says all the things that you should say to somebody when you want to just hurt them. And so I just said, okay, I'm going to end this call. I think that we should just, you know, stop talking. And then she wrote me an email that said, um, because I just released my second book and I accidentally CC'd her on it. She said, why would I read your, why would I, what did she say? I was violated by your first book. Why would I read your second? And that's when I was like, oh, my God. So my best friend Brandon went off on her. But my point is, now that I'm back in Boston, since it's been almost, it's coming up on a year. Now, I guess I'm looking for advice. Part of me wants to reach out to her and say, hey, how's it going? But what do I say? I can't apologize because I didn't do anything wrong. Right. But, uh, but at the same time, I'm like, we were friends for six years, and it was a perfect friendship. We never got into one fight. And then the one time we got into a fight, it was a nasty one. And I did not say anything back. I did not go there. I did not instigate, I just was shocked. Um, So I guess my question is, is there a limit to what you'll forgive in a friendship? Hmm. Like, like take for example, when you were going through your um, unemployment with your, your your current company, uh-huh. Would you forgive a friend who you got into a fight with and then said, you know what, you're not going to find a job anyway. You're just a loser. They fired you because what, and they just like went after you. Is that forgivable? Um, it's, it's tough. I mean, there are sometimes, yes, that you, you love your friends in spite of some things and for, for, mm. us, for some things and in spite of other things. But if a, it, it almost seems like if your friend's going to attack, not really attack you, but kind of say things like, if what the, what's the intent? Was the intent to upset right. you or is it intended to just read you? I mean, in either way, in either instance, I think it's just bad because a friend's supposed to support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. If, this, if this friend didn't, I'm not, not necessarily, for lack of a better word, approve of your book, all she had to say was when you had act like you said you accidentally copied her on the email. You, mm-hmm. She could have easily she could have easily just deleted and not said anything, or just like or, or right. why did you send why did you mean to send this to me or something like that? Instead of right. being a kind of um, harsh, you know. Right. Well, the, the the weird part about it is that a week before all of this happened, I said, you know what, I'm not even going to write a second book. No one no one even read the first book. I'm just not even going to do anything. Forget it. And she's like, you're such a good writer. Don't do that. And she was encouraging me to write. So I just kind of 
was shocked that all this came out. And right. that she actually hate it, or is she just saying it to be mean? And if she's saying it to be mean, why is she saying it to be mean? Now, this is also the person that has alienated about three other of our friends, because we used to have a little group going, and she alienated three other people in the group as well. So, uh, it's like, do I want to go there, or...? All I can say is, my friend mm-hmm. and I had a um, had a rule about especially it's like about threes. It's either it's either third times the charm or three strikes you're mm. out. And if yeah. she's lo- and if she's losing friends left and right, there must be some other big issue. And I don't know if I'd want to go back down that road. I mean, mm, it almost seems true. like that's. I think that for me personally, I think the onus is on her to approach you. Right, but that will never so, happen. So I, I would, just, okay. I, you know what? I've I've lost a friend recently, you know, and because of some something stupid. But it's like I refuse to go back and grovel or ask for forgiveness for something that I didn't think was a big deal. And she she's basically cut me out of her life and kept all of my other friends in it. And I'm like, fine. So every time someone mentions her name, I basically is like, I don't know who you're talking about, you know? I mean, it's childish, <laughs> but it's like, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't have time for this bullshit. I mean, I've got other friends. Right. Right. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. I, I mean, and it's not even about my pride, because if, to be honest with you, if I did or said something wrong, and I've done it before. I've, I'm not a prideful person. Yes, right. initially I'll be like, you know, oh, I'm not talking to that person. But I've actually, and this is something I did even today. Today, I saw a couple people online that I had talked to when I lived here before. And one of them, his name is Mark. I said, you know, Mark, I want to apologize to you because, you know, when I lived here uh, three years ago, I think I was very aggressive with you. And when you didn't respond the way that I wanted you to, I immaturely stopped talking to you and really messed up what could have been a good friendship. And I am sorry. And I would, you know, if you're willing, I would love to go to coffee with you and maybe reclaim a friendship that we should have had. He's like, you didn't need to apologize. That's amazing. Yes, I'm going to California soon. But I'll be back on November 8th. We can definitely go to coffee. And do you know how much better I felt? Like, oh, I was like, awesome. I felt so light after doing that. So I'm not a prideful person, like I said. If I did something wrong, I'd apologize. And, um, yeah. Well, thanks for that good advice. I think I'm going to take it to heart. Um, No, I mean, seriously. I mean, it's like, David, you've got so many other people that are in your life that are supportive and caring yeah. and loving. It's like, the thing is, it's like, if if this person really wants to be your friend, she'll come back to you. I don't think right. it's it's worth your time only because you did nothing wrong to begin with. So, But the thing is, if she and I stayed friends this whole time, I wouldn't have had to travel back and forth from Springfield to Boston. I would have stayed with her. And then when I moved here, where I am right now, she would have gone to Springfield to help me pack. Like, right. honey, what do you need? Do you need a U-Haul? You know, oh, my God, we're going to have dinner parties. We're going to do brunch. And, and she would have gotten along with my other friends who I had brunch with. And <sighs> Yeah, you're right. You're right, though. 
One thing that I want to do that's on my list, that's number one on my list, is not waste time on people that don't deserve my time. Right. And I think I might have to put her in that category, although I so don't want to. But I think you're, you're absolutely right. I think I do have to. So, <sighs> yeah. But um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. Like there's day. nothing wrong with. It, no, not at all. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just that this is what it is, you know? I mean, yeah. it would be different if, like, you moved to Boston and she was the only person there that you were looking to, you know, reconnect with. I mean, but it's not the case. Right. So, no, it's not. And like you said, if she's already alienated other people, then mm, it's like true. apparently, you know, it's only going to take a matter of time before she realizes that somehow she's not a good friend. But I don't know if she will. That's the part I don't. I don't well, know then, if she's gonna be like. Then that's the sad mm. part. That's sad for her. Yeah. She's missing out. She's missing out on people that have come into her life, have been very friends with her, and she's missing out on that kind of stuff. So. True. True. That's true. So um, that's all I can say about that. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the. Um, the Forrest Gump reference and the advice. <laughs> no, but it, it was good advice. It was good advice. Um, but it's so funny because on Saturday night, <laughs> I'm such a bad guy. I was at home, like, watch, like trying to clean out my Hulu Plus. I'm like, God, I'm such a loser. Like, why am I not out doing something? But I just, I, I was so happy in my little bedroom. I left to look at it like I'm. You, you're a loser. It's like you know what, David just needs some me time. You're just doing what you yeah. want to do. I mean, honestly, sure. you got turn sure. that frown upside down, Mister. <laughs> Giving me inspiration on your birthday. Hey. I mean, you know, it's like I often think it's like I mean, because I used to think the same thing when I was in San Francisco. But it's like, and I was talking to some friends last the other night about it, and I said, you know, so there were some Friday nights in San Francisco at my apartment that. You know, I got home. I didn't feel like going out. All, you know, some of my other friends had other plans. I would like maybe like watch my shows or whatever, and then I'd make myself a cocktail, have a glass of wine, and next thing you know, I'm dancing around my living room listening to music and having a blast by mm-hmm. myself. And it's like it's mm-hmm. not that I thought, you know, it was like it's like you know how can I turn this? You know, it's not even a negative into a positive because it's like I'm doing what the hell I want to do with my life. Right. Right. So I mean, it's. You're yeah, only considered true. a loser if you're sitting in your bedroom flicking on and off a light switch, you know, like good close to the traffic. <laughs> yeah. That's a little cuckoo banana cracker. But if you're not doing yeah, that, that you're cleaning that and you're true. cleaning out your TV, it's like, girl, you're just you're just taking some David time is all you're doing. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Um, There's other times, and that's whenever you need to think, am I crazy and a big loser because I'm sitting in the corner of my room eating, eating cookie dough ice cream and crying? That would be bad. Right. Well, I mean, it's your life in New York is completely different from your life in San Francisco because I bet you don't even have time to do anything. The weird thing was, and, and um, some people, um, some work we were talking about, because we were talking about like the first show that Manhattan Love Stories, the first show that got canceled so far, besides Tony Boo Boo. We don't even have shocked. time for TV, and I'm like, I said, I totally hear you. I record all these shows, and I, I, can't, I managed to catch up with some, but I am a full week behind on days in GH, and it's like, shit, when am I going to catch up? Mm. 
But it's because I'm either working late or doing something else. So it's, like, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing to be behind on, you know, watching television, you know? I mean, right. if that was my job, if it was my job, that'd be different, but, you know. It's not my job. Yeah. It's my son. It's my son's time. Exactly. Yeah, and it was so nice because I was just, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. It's different being at home watching TV in Boston than it is being at home watching TV in Springfield. It feels different for me. Mm-hmm. I just feel like at any moment, one of my roommates can come in and they're like, oh, David, we made dinner. Come out. I'm like, okay, put my show on pause, go out, talk to them. My roommates and I bonded over hanging pictures. Not going to lie to you. Hanging pictures we bonded because there were pictures that um, the previous person, he basically, he was the owner of the condo, and he's the one we're all renting it from, but the condo was his, so he put his stamp on everything. But now, the roommates that are here, she's like, oh, well, I have this picture. And I'm like, hang that. Oh, my God, I love that. She's like, you like it? I made it. So it's like now you're seeing pieces of every roommate in almost every corner of the the apartment, and I got to take pictures and show you because it's just so cute. I just love it here. I really do. And I also went downstairs. You know me. I went downstairs, knocked on the door, and to the first floor apartment. I'm like, hi, I'm David. <laughs> and I met the first floor neighbor. So. I have to meet the upstairs neighbor. The first floor neighbor is a real cute girl, too. Mm. I, I, told you how I, I told you how I met my neighbors. <laughs> I locked my keys. No. First week I, lo- I locked my keys in my apartment <laughs> when I was taking out the garbage. And I, oh of course, did not, left my phone in my apartment, left my keys because when the door <gasps> closed, it was just locked. So I knocked on their door. They graciously answered the door, and I told them who I was. I just moved here. If they could use their phone and call the superintendent to see if he can come let me in my apartment. So mm-hmm. they said, well, why don't we try um, maybe your bedroom window is unlocked and you can climb into there. So we got on the fire escape. And I'm like, I can't believe this is my first week in New York. I'm on a fire escape. <laughs> locked out my apartment. <laughs> so they were really, really sweet, this cute gay couple and stuff. So they're really, really nice. So, But I haven't met and the other neighbors I've met just like in the elevator, just very briefly, and there's one guy mm-hmm. that, that um, I think is below me that is H, that is, is white hot. I mean, he is just... Wow. Yeah, but no, no, he is, he could totally be um, uninterested in me. I mean, I walk by, he may, if I say hi, I'm like, he'll say hi back, but that's about it. He is like, no, 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 I am old man who lives upstairs, not hot guy that lives upstairs. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, it's funny you should say that because you think that New Yorkers are not friendly. That's the stigma, that New Yorkers are not friendly people. So it's kind of interesting that your neighbors are nice and everybody's friendly, you know? Well, I don't think they're from New York, but I, I've never I've oh. met unkind people in New York. The thing that I think would give people that rough exterior is because of it's people who do that to people. Like, stupid tourists mm. or people on the subway. That, I think, would mm. give them that edge because it's like, it's just kind of like, are you that stupid? Really? You're going to try and get on the, eleva- on, the, on the train before I get off? What's the point? Mm-hmm. You know? Or the people that rush ahead of you when you're, like, I was standing there waiting for this woman to get off of the train that I was going to get on when this woman comes barreling behind me, that's in front of me, and gets on the train. I'm like, 
whoa, bitch, I'm waiting to get on this train, too. You'd swear it was the last train on Earth. So oh, I, was telling, I had some guy I was do that at, friend, at lunch. Yeah. I told my friend Brian that, about that. He said, oh, he said, oh, no, no, no. He said, one time that happened to me, and then whenever I got on the train, like, you know, because she rushed to get on the train, and then she just kind of stopped, and, like, right when she had on. So I just kind of pushed her out of my way, and he's like, whoa, excuse me. He said, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I thought since you, and he said, I thought since you came barreling in ahead of me, I thought that was the that was the etiquette of the day. So I had no problem pushing you out of mine. <laughs> Definitely one of your friends. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, I was at brunch today, and I went to go lift one of the things to see that there were eggs there. This guy in front of me, now he was one entree in front of me. He doubled back, took a spoon, and started scooping while I had it. I looked at my friend, and I looked at him, and he didn't say thank you. He didn't say excuse me or nothing. He scooped his egg, put the spoon down, and kept walking. I said, did that really happen? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? I I couldn't believe it. But I also noticed I talk like a Bostonian when I'm driving. Like, get out of the way, you freaking moron. What are you doing? I'm honking my horn. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so aggressive. <laughs> like, I wasn't like this in Western Mass. Is that where the term math hole comes from? Yes. Yes, that is. <laughs> this is what this idiot did. There was, um, I was driving on the street. So I'm, you know, going straight on. This guy comes behind the um, this other car that's waiting to get in the lane, comes behind it on the side, and gets in front of me. I lay on my horn. I'm like, you And I'm flipping him off. I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. God. Who is this? <laughs> that's funny. I couldn't believe I did it. Yeah, I'm an aggressive driver, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's me. So, um... Yeah, what topics do you have? Do you have any? I was just looking online while we were talking to see if there's anything else that's going on in the world that we could talk about. But I was looking, it's like we have another celebrity that passed away. Um, Marsha Strassman, she played the wife of Welcome Back Cotter. She just passed away because of um, breast cancer. So I kind of remember her. Mm -hmm. Um, She was also the mom of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, this is what I forgot to tell you. Do you remember MASH and Hot Lips um, Houlihan? Loretta Swift? Yes. Yeah. She's going to be playing the grandmother who's wheelchair-bound on Young and the Restless. Sound familiar? No? Not at all? No. I'm thinking she's going to be Doris. Doris Collins. They were going to replace the other woman? I think so. What other grandmother is wheelchair-bound that's no, been on the Doris. show? Sharon, yeah, Sharon's so, mom. Plus, Hot Lips is blonde like Sharon. I just think it's good. I think that's who she's going to be. Oh. They're doing a lot of stunt casting because guess what? The ratings are abysmal. Uh-huh. Finally, finally, they see the light because the ratings... They're so close to their next competitor, whereas before they were 100, 200,000 points away. Now they're just like very close, like by thousands. 
Well, what so, what what show is what show is closing in on? Is it Days or GH? I think it's Bold and the Beautiful, to be honest with you, because they were mm-hmm. used. They used to be one and two for a very long time. So my thing is, the world of daytime would be totally rocked if suddenly Young and the Restless is not number one, and Jill Sarin Phelps would be insanely fired. Like she would be more than fired. What's more than fired? I don't know what. I don't know how to explain it. But there's been no press about Chuck Pratt Jr. anymore. He's still going to be on the show, I think, but there's been no press about him whatsoever. Hmm. And I think that's a little odd. But, um, but yeah, speaking of Young and Restless, I know you don't watch it. It is actually... That's what I figured. Yeah. Um, it actually is kind of getting good. You can see that they're trying. Um, I personally love Gina as Phyllis, but... I'm a Gina. I'm a huge Gina fan, and the way that she's playing Phyllis, it's like she's borderline crazy, but she's reeling it in. So like she used to be crazy, but she's not anymore. Kind of thing. She's just a strong woman. She's playing it as a strong woman rather than like a crazy batshit woman who put an octopus in someone's bed. But I like how she's mixing in with everybody. I just I'm waiting for her to have a scene with Bug. I'm waiting for it because she hasn't had a scene with Bug. And I, I she needs to have a Well, everybody calls Christine Cricket, and Phyllis called her Bug because she was annoying. Oh. <laughs> Which I think okay. is so cute. Um, but, yeah, Gina has had scenes with Victor, with Nick, who she has insane chemistry with. Her and Jack still have no chemistry in my book. It's like watching a, a father and daughter kiss. It's really creepy. Um, she's got chemistry with Summer. Um, even Ashley, her and Ashley, you can tell they hate each other, but I don't know. So I watched Canada's Friday show, which is the U.S.'s Monday show, and her and Sharon even have chemistry. Like, I want them to be friends, but it's going to all blow up, so... I don't know. We'll see. Um, Justin hmm. Heartthrob isn't on there yet, so I think they're going to wait for November to, to put him on. But have you seen Joe Clark, the actor who plays him? His name actor is Scott Elrod. He plays Avery's ex-husband, Joe. No. Have you I seen him yet? Can, no, I could look him up, but you know I have nothing to do with General City anymore. Zero. He looks like Henry Cavill. You have to see. He's freaking beautiful. This man is so beautiful. I just want to, like, lick my screen every time I see him. Oh, my Lord. Um, what's going on with GH? Anything exciting? Well, since I'm kind of behind, but um, it is getting exciting because, you know, Nina, Michelle Stafford is, you know, playing to the hilt. She, now she, she's got Donna Mills roped into trying to steal... Moral West baby. Um, so it's, it's getting there. Yeah. Like the Morgan baby, the Morgan Sunny baby? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, 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 that baby. Oh, oh, and has, that's, oh because she has, owes her a baby. Yeah. And um, they're gearing, I mean, I don't know, how, I mean, I'm a couple episodes behind, but um, they're gearing up, like, to, um, the Halloween episode is the last walk and supposedly Franco and Carly's wedding, where Franco's going to... Um, 
let Carly know about that he knows about her affair with Sonny. Um, wait, back up. Question. After the sirens go by. Um, okay. Why does why does Nina think that Carly owes her a baby when her mother's the one that aborted it? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm still confused on this. Um, Good question. Not Carly, um, Ava. Ava had an affair with um, Ryan Gosling older, but. She didn't do anything to her. She didn't do anything to Nina. She just had an affair with her husband. Her mother's the one that said, oh, my daughter's pregnant. I want you to abort the baby while she's in a coma. So why isn't she mad at her mom? I still don't get it. (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm confused by this. (laughs) (sighs) Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Has... um, has Billy Miller shown up yet? Yeah, he's been. He has had scenes and he's talking and stuff. So he's he's there. Mm. Have we seen his beautiful butt yet? Oh my god, he's so hot. No, I think he's still in the um, hospital bed. Uh, okay. Um, now I have a question for you, and this is like personal Billy Miller stuff. Is he dating Jessica Collins? I have life. no idea. No idea. Because when he was on the show, there was a couple, like, he had a girlfriend. And then all of a sudden, there were pictures, because he's, tw- he's not on social media at all, but there were pictures that she posted of him in her apartment or in his apartment. And then when he got on, the sh- on GH, there was pictures of him in, like, a dining room, and she was cooking. So I'm wondering if they're dating. Hmm. I don't know, but that girl's lucky if she is. <laughs> mm, hello. Um, interesting. Now, have you seen your other primetime shows, like American Horror Story? Um, I'm one episode behind on there. Um, I... I caught up on basically my, you know, my Wednesday nights and my um, Thursdays and stuff. I call it sitcoms and stuff. So I caught up on all of mm-hmm. those. And I, today, today I did watch Nashville and um, I'm, so, I'm behind on Nashville. I haven't seen one Nashville. I have to catch up. I have to. And I don't think I'm going to do it tonight because I have to watch. Uh, I have to watch Walking Dead. After watch Revenge, which oh, let's talk about Revenge. Oh, okay. My God, I am so confused. So David knows Emily is Amanda, right? Or no? Um, yes. I think. Why the hell isn't he reaching out to her? I don't care what Victoria said. Emily is more, or Amanda is more his daughter. Then Victoria, Victoria is cancer, and he knows it. So I'm just how how much do you believe that Conrad tucked him away? I kind of feel like that that isn't real. <laughs> I thought all that was fake. I thought he made all that. Me up. too. 
just so he could get out and they would let him go and he would be exonerated. Right. And since Conrad was dead, can't defend himself. Right. I think that was when the show jumped the shark a bit because now they don't have a master villain. You know, Conrad was like Victor Newman. And if you kill out Victor Newman, what's the point of watching? You know, like, right. I, 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 I kind of have a feeling Conrad isn't dead. But also, too, I wish they didn't bring him back. He is just so confusing. And it's like, we've watched this show for how many years, and now he's actually alive, and poor Emily did all this for nothing? So, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. I really don't. Although, no, I think it's Nolan, on his last legs, unfortunately. I think so, too, yeah. Nolan, though, oh, he just gets sexier and sexier. <laughs> I love that tall, thin, blonde Kendall. Oh, he's so cute. Um, yeah, I just, and Victoria is like, she has no bite whatsoever. She's all bark. I don't know why people are afraid of that woman on that show. She reminds me of Ian, where she's just like, I'm going to do this bad thing to you. And she doesn't do anything because she's got no power. Just like, I just, I wish Emily would just walk up to her and sock her right in the face. But she won't for some weird reason. Um, and can we talk about Jack for a minute? Um, what about the fact that he's very short? You know, and uh, you know how I feel about short guys. But let me tell you, short Jack in a bar, not sexy. Short Jack as a cop, hello. Oh, my God. He just got hot. He just got hot. And then he cut his hair, and he's got no facial hair. I'm like, hey, boo. I don't know. Jack can hit it. Mm, And stay overnight. I'm saying. (laughs) And... And Jennifer, I love my boobs, Hewitt's uh, husband is on. I don't trust his character one iota. I Who have a feeling. Husband? That guy, that cop. That's Jennifer Love Hewitt's husband? And my baby daddy. Yes. They were oh, wow. on They were on the client list together. That's how they met. He was her co-star. And they was had a the baby brother? together. Yes. He was, well, no, he was her husband, and Colin Eggsfield was the brother. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that's how they met. And then the show got canceled because she had a baby, and she didn't want to work that many hours. So now she's on Criminal Minds, and she better stay away from Shamar. That's all I need to say. I will cut a bitch. <laughs> I will kick her in her throat, okay? Don't get in nice. with Shamar. But, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't trust him. I have a feeling there's something up with that dude, and I can't put my finger on why, but mm, I don't trust him. Um, back to American Horror Story, though, for a minute. People are saying Frances Conroy is horrible in American Horror Story. They don't like her at all. They don't like her in this one, the previous one. I think she's fantastic. Maybe I'm the only one. I I love the fact that she plays quirky characters so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because when she was on Six Feet Under and she played the mom, all she did was whine. And I was just like, oh, get her off my set. And Myrtle was my favorite. Myrtle was my favorite character she played. She was just, she was so sassy, and I loved her red hair, and oh, I loved her. But yeah, people, a lot of people are saying that they can't stand her. I don't get it. Wow. And um, the guy who plays her son in the show, what's his name on the show? Um, I can't remember. He's actually I don't remember Lex- her son, the one that's like, he's crazy. Her, her, yeah, I, yeah. I'm trying to get his motivation in it. Is he just a brat or what's his deal? Why is he the way he is? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I, I get why Twisty is crazy, but I don't get the sign. I'm like, what's your deal? But he's actually from Lexington, Massachusetts. Holla. Um, so I love that. Um, and he's hot. He's really hot. He's like one of those hot serial killers that you're just like, God, you're hot, but I shouldn't lust after you. Um, what do you think he's, the clown is doing with the kid? That part I don't get either. Hmm. Well, I didn't see last week's episode, but it's going to be interesting because I think the clown is realizing that this kid is twisted and can basically help him out. Like that whole, who's, that whole scene who's more crazy? Away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm what sure about, we're going to get um, a twisty background. Yeah, because I'm just like confused because you saw what was underneath that mask, right? When the, yeah, when they, she hit him across the face. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I gagged because that is so disgusting. And you notice that he's wearing someone else's scalp, right? <laughs> yeah. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know why he has these kids locked up and what he intends to do with them. Because he's not harming them. He's just stealing them. Right. So I'm just a little confused. But um should be interesting. Um, and Emma Roberts is on the show now. That's last week's episode, and ugh, oh, okay. that's all I got to say about her. Ugh. <laughs> I just don't like her. I don't like her. So, anyways, um, I guess we can end it there. Um, any last words before I let you go and enjoy your birthday? Well, I just want to say I'm so happy for you that you're now that you're in Boston, and it seems like it's it was like the best thing that happened to you. You just seemed very, very happy and content just starting, you know, starting a new life there. So it's great. Congratulations. That's basically what I want, you know, to say. And just like the other stuff that we talked about, it's just like just have a positive attitude about it. I mean, there's only good that can come yeah. from it. And like I said, just just live your life, you know. And if people, mm-hmm. people come and go all the time, and yes, it can be sad, but you know what? Some people choose to go, and it's like you just like let it be. But I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, hon. And <laughs> same for you. I mean, I think it's the same thing. I'm going through what you went through. Well, sort of what you went through when you moved to New York. Only thing right. is, I knew the area. I'm moving back. You are just brand new eyes. You know, you were right. a visitor before, but now you're living here. So now I live here. Yes, and now I have to visit you. <laughs> the person's so couch. 
<laughs> and I have a yeah, I know. Um, so don't come visit until 2015 when the couch is delivered. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, is yeah, it a pull-out I'm couch lo- now? No, I'm not. I decided against sleeper. What I'm going to do is get like an arrow bed, and because for the I, I, I don't. I, I like sleepers, but in order to make them comfortable, I'm going to need to get a you know some a pillow top or something like that. And then I'm worried about the swing. Yeah, true. So it's like for me. Saving money when I came by, like an arrow bed for like seventy five dollars. It's like a sleeper sofa mm. is not a seventy five dollar difference from a regular sofa. It's more like a couple hundred bucks. So, well, I'm gonna send you pictures of what my room looks like right now, and you will notice that my um, I pulled the uh, mattress pad off the sleeper. <laughs> so funny, the sleeper sofa in the living room. I pulled it off, and it's on top of a deflated arrow bed because the thing kept going, kept leaking overnight. Oh. So kind of funny that you, you say that, but hey, you got to make do. And I never had the best sleep of my life until I slept on this feather mattress pad and deflated arrow bed. So make sure it's a good <laughs> arrow bed because I need my sleep. I hear you. So. All right. Well, enjoy. Thank you for Thank joining you. me, my dear. Suck those I'm glad two I of could us, be here. I fun. <laughs> no, no, this is a good little, good little dish session, dish session. Yes, and I hope you have an insanely awesome birthday, and I hope your friends surprise you with Zach Efron. Well, oh, they're texting me now. Is Zach there? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they must be listening. <laughs> no, they're All right, honey. So take care, and um, we will chat soon. Yes, thank you for coming, hon, and everybody, thank you for listening. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.